Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, February 26th, and we have completed week eight of 2024. I want to take this opportunity to thank all the listeners. We really do appreciate you tuning in and cannot thank you enough. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave a review of how this podcast helps you on the podcast player that you're using. We would love to hear your opinions and thoughts. Now, let's get to the headlines. American Airlines Advantage Loyalty Program members, outside of Advantage business members or contracted corporate travelers, beginning on May 1st, will no longer be able to earn miles or credits for flights booked outside of American Airlines, its partners, or a preferred travel agency. The exception is American Airlines basic economy tickets, which will earn miles and points only when booked directly with American or eligible airline partners. Agencies will qualify as preferred if, as of April 21st, it books at least 30% of its American Airlines volume through the new distribution capability-enabled channels. According to the American Airlines Senior Vice President of Revenue and Management, who said that if you're booking through the Advantage Business Program, regardless of how you book through it, or if you're booking through one of our corporate contracts, you will earn miles. Otherwise, you will need to book direct or booking through someone who is in the agency preferred program. American Airlines Managing Director Retailing said that the change is one more incentive for travel agencies to better develop technology, which will make it easier for the corporate customer themselves to know what products and services are available to them and to have better clarity and understanding of what their options are. Boeing said that the head of their 737 jetliner program is leaving the company in an executive shakeup weeks after the door panel blew out on a flight over Oregon, renewing questions about safety at the company. Boeing announced that Ed Clark, who had been with the company for nearly 18 years and has led the 737 program since 2021, was leaving immediately. Clark oversaw the factory where the final assembly took place on the Alaska Airlines 737 MAX 9 that was involved in last month's accident. Federal investigators said that bolts needed to keep the panel called a door plug-in in place were missing after repair work on the plane. The MAX family of planes has been under scrutiny for years, and regulators took a renewed interest in the jet after the January episode. A core group for the full year 2023 reported that their EBITDA has passed the $1 billion euro mark for the first time in the company's history, up 49% year over year. The group reported revenue of 5 billion euros, up 18% with 2022. This breaks down into a 17% increase for the premium, mid-scale, and economy division and 22% for the luxury and lifestyle division. In 2023, Accor opened almost 300 hotels, corresponding to over 40,000 rooms for a net growth of 2.4% in the last 12 months. At the end of December, the group had a portfolio of over 800,000 rooms or 5,000 plus hotels and a pipeline for over 1,300 more hotels. In the heels of a banner year, IHG Hotels and Resorts said that it expects to return more than $1 billion to shareholders in 2024. IHG also announced a $800 million share buyback program during its quarter four and full year earnings call. The CEO said the fourth quarter was one of IHG's biggest ever quarters for development activity, with hotel openings rising 27% from the prior year and signings increasing 50%. The CEO also said that IHG opened 275 hotels in 2023 and added over 500 projects in its pipeline. 
For the full year of 2023, IHG reported that the revenue per available room increased 16%, average daily rate rose 5%, and occupancy for the year was up 6.5 percent points. IHG also reported that the full year revenue was over $4 billion, nearly 20% increase from 2022. Now in news that impacts the travel industry. First it was JetBlue, then American Airlines that announced an increase for checked bags, and now United Airlines is following suit. Effective immediately, all passengers on new bookings with United will be charged an extra $5 for their first and second checked bags. The first checked bag for United Economy passengers on domestic flights will cost $40, while the second will cost $45 when paid in advance, and $50 when paid at the airport. Similar to American, certain United Loyalty Program and credit card members can get their first bag checked in for free, including United Chase credit card holders and Mileage Plus Premier members. Those with premium cabin tickets can also get a bag for free. The news means that four of the biggest U.S. airlines have all raised baggage fees this year. Alaska Airlines raised its fee to $35 for economy passengers on January 1st, while JetBlue increased its fee to $45 for most standard passengers who don't pay in advance, and $35 if prepaid. American Airlines also raised its fee to $35 for prepaid bags and $40 at the airport. Delta Airlines has not yet announced an increase in baggage fees this year. It currently charges $30 for the first bag and $40 for the second. Southwest Airlines remains the only major U.S. airline that does not charge for a checked bag. Lynx Air has filed for protection from creditors under a CCAA filing and officially ceased flight operations on Sunday night. In a legal filing of the courts in Alberta, the company listed current assets at $53 million dollars and liability at $126 million. In addition, the company lists 500 employees of record. WestJet is offering assistance for passengers for 25% travel discount on routes previously served by Lynx, domestic fares on nonstop WestJet routes previously served by Lynx for travel up till February 29, 2024, will not exceed $500. Beginning in 2026, Singapore will require flights departing from the island nation to use sustainable aviation fuel, and customers will be charged a SAF levy. Singapore's initial SAF target will be 1% of fuel per flight, increasing by 2030 to 3-5%. The customer levy will be for the purchase of SAF to achieve the uplift target. It will be a fixed amount based on the SAF target and projected SAF price at that point in time. The levy will be based on distance traveled and class of service. Short-term accommodation provider Sonder Holdings is laying off about 100 corporate employees, which equates to about 17% of its corporate workforce. Saunders expects that the layoffs will be substantially completed by the end of the first quarter and lead to approximately $11 million in cost savings. The move comes nearly one year after Sonder conducted another round of layoffs of about 100 employees, which at that time represented 14% of the corporate workforce. The company also laid off employees in 2022 as part of the restructuring designed to increase its cash flow. More recently, Sonder indicated it was revising its pricing strategy using advanced discounts to boost occupancy and instead focusing on maximizing revenue. And now, news in new travel services and improvements. American Airlines on June 28th will launch nonstop service between JFK and Tokyo's Haneda Airport. The flight will operate using a 777 Boeing jet. The new service will complement twice-daily flights already offered by American Airlines partner Japan Airlines. 
American will become the only U.S. operating airline to offer nonstop service between the two airports following approval of the route application last week by the U.S. Department of Transportation. One month after launching its first airport lounge in Seoul, One World has opened up its first European airport lounge at Amsterdam's airport. The lounge is open daily for eligible One World Emerald and Sapphire customers departing from the airport on One World flights, as well as first class and business class travelers traveling with One World member airlines. And now, in some technology news, travel technology supplier Thomalex has integrated new distribution capability content from Air France and KLM into its corporate booking tool. With the integration, the booking tool which Thomalex provides to travel management companies will be able to offer better fares thanks to the continuous pricing and enable users to manage flight changes. Cancellations, refunds, and receive real-time notifications from the airlines. Other airlines to which Thomalex reports NDC integrations include American, Austrian, Brussels, Lufthansa, Swiss, Hawaiian, just to name a few. Airline Reporting Corporation (ARC) has completed the integration of TAP Air Portugal's new distribution capability offering into its ARC Direct Connect program, enabling TAP to offer richer content. Detailed information throughout its booking platforms for corporate travel buyers and travel agencies. And now some space news: a robotic lander developed by Intuitive Machines landed safely in the moon on February 22nd, becoming the first privately developed spacecraft to touch down on the moon and the first American spacecraft to do so in more than half a century. The Nova Sea lander, named Odysseus, landed on the south polar region of the Moon. The landing was the first on the Moon by a privately developed spacecraft. It was also the first soft landing on the Moon by any American spacecraft since the last Apollo mission, Apollo 17, in December 1972. The IM-1 mission carried six NASA payloads valued at 118 million dollars. The payloads emphasized technology demonstrations, including a navigation Doppler radar. A navigation beacon, a radio frequency fuel tank gauge, and a camera to study the dust plumes kicked up by the lander's engine. A spacecraft Falcon 9 rocket lifted off from the west coast with another batch of 22 Starlink satellites on Thursday. The first stage booster, tail number 1061, was making its 19th flight, which ties the record previously set by booster 1058 before it was lost during recovery operations following a successful launch and landing. After the burn, the first stage touched down on the drone ship. Of course, I love you. Stationed about 400 miles downrange on the Pacific coast, SpaceX says it has more than two million subscribers to its Starlink internet services in more than 60 countries. Since 2019, it has launched over 5,800 Starlinks. Of those satellites, over 5,400 remain in orbit, and 5,442 appear to be operational. In two years' time, the Indian Space Research Organization (ISRO) will be getting a second spaceport for launching small satellites in Tamil Nadu's district, which will prove to be geographically advantageous for India. The Prime Minister will lay foundation stone for the construction of the new facility, which will come up in an area of 2,233 acres. The state government has completed land acquisition for the ambitious project and will be built at a cost of 950 crore rupees. The new spaceport and proposed space park expected to provide job opportunities to locals and infuse development in and around the coastal town. With that, 
Thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, my God.